Hello, my dear listeners, welcome once again to Living Daily by His Word. Yesterday, we studied 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and there we learned that we are not meant to take our issues within the church to the court, but to actually settle it amongst ourselves using the Word of God as the standard. Jesus Christ gave us the standard in Matthew 18, chapter 15, Matthew 18, verse 15 to 17. And it starts, if you had issues with someone, you should settle it and miss the person. If it, if it can't be settled amidst ourselves, then we should pick two or three other people with us to settle the issue with the person. The aim should be to win the person and not for our personal gain, that the church of God might be united and love might reign within the church. And if with these two or one person cannot be settled, then we need to take it to the church and let the elders of the church settle it using the word of God as a standard, hoping that the church of God might still remain united and the other person that offended the other will at least repent and they'll be united once again in friendship and in fellowship with God. So I'm going to study in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Before we go to the Lord of God today, let's seek his face in prayers. Lord, we thank you greatly for the grace you went on to us to come together once again to study at your feet. It's always a high privilege when we come to study your word in the morning. David said, Ellie, we like, we just seek you because he's so thirst for you. Oh Lord, we pray that we come to you today. It ain't in our hearts that will not make us be filled with your word this morning. But now may you please forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, as we study your words, Lord, at this point in time, we pray, dear God, teach us from above, help us understand these words, and help us to live by them. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers when you're we prayed. Amen. So I'm going to be studying 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I'm reading from verse 1. It says, Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Yeah, Paul is saying that it's good if, as a person, can actually not be married and be fine and give yourself totally to God. He said, but for the issue of fornication, when you might be tempted to fall as you go on ministry on God's message, that you might fall on the basis of fornication. So for that base said, please and please get married if you cannot actually keep yourself from falling. And verse 3 says, Let the husband down to the wife, due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife had no power of her own body but the husband, and likewise also the husband had not power of his own body but the wife. Before the not on one the other, except it be with consent for a time, that he may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. Here is a warning and also a counsel to married people. Once you are married, is a counsel that do not defraud one another for any reason. It's a counsel that not because you are angry in the morning, then you defraud your spouse to sleep with her in the evening. Said, because 
if you allow this to happen, Satan might actually tempt your spouse and eventually you don't know what happens during the day and eventually the person might commit fornication outside the home. Said so even if you're going to do it for spiritual things like fasting and praying, it should be for a short time that Satan does not tempt you even in the midst of your fasting and your praying. And this actually counsel for us that are married. Verse 6 says, But I speak this by permission and not of commandment. And yet this is the counsel of Paul. That is not a commandment, but is just speaking to us to counsel. He said, For I would that all men were even as I myself, but every man at his proper gift of God, one after this man and another after that. I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I. But if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. And verse 10 says, And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband. But, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. In the counsel for Paul, that if you are single, he wishes, and this is a command from him and not from God. If I say it's not a commandment, but it's just a plea that will remain as you are. Because by then, you have so much to give to God. Your time is not shared. You can give your full time to study and your full time to the work of God. But he said that this is not a commandment, but this is a plea. And the counsel for those that stop others to get married as soon as possible. Or seem to tell singles as if this is the ultimate for their lives. We don't counsel people to get closer to God, but we push them actually to get married. And eventually they make wrong options and wrong decisions, and eventually they are burned. It's a call for us to encourage them, yes. Even Paul says it's an encouragement, it's not a command that they should not get married. Let our focus be on eternity. And for those that are married, it said that they should not depart from their husband. It comes that there should not be a form of separation, a form of divorce in every marriage. But it goes ahead to speak something about someone that is marrying an unbeliever. It says, But to the rest speak I, not the Lord, if any brother had a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. And the woman which had an husband that believeth not, and if he pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now they are holy. And it says in verse 15, But if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God hath called us to peace. Verse 16, For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? If you are married an unbelieving spouse, is a counsel, stay with him or her. And pray that by God's grace, through you, the person might be saved. But if the unbelieving spouse chooses to depart from you, then at that point, I'm not held in bondage to that person. The person can leave and you can get your freedom. And it's a counsel to those that are still single. Please and please 
do not connect yourself to an unbelieving spouse, unbelieving person. Can two walk together? I said they agree. It's a counsel for because if you are connected to the person, God expects not to depart from that individual. And I pray that God bless our homes and make our homes a home that seeks and searches for God. For contact, you can message us on 0813434 I repeat that again 0813434 Let's bow our sick Lord in prayers. Lord, we thank thee for your words which you've heard, Lord, today concerning marriage and also getting married. I pray for all the singles in it that might be listening to me at this point in time. I pray. Is it your will for them to stay single? Oh Lord, I pray they grant them the grace to bear and help them to understand that this is what you want for them. What could it be that you want them to get married? I pray, dear God, help them to make the right choices. May their marriage never destroy them, but may it be a blessing to them. For those that have chosen to be married an unbelieving spouse, I pray thee, by your grace and by your mercy, please and please grant them the grace to be as an ambassador in their home, ambassador of Christ in their homes. And through their actions and through their words, I pray thee, O God, when you speak, continue to speak to an unbelieving spouse, that he or she might be one, O Lord, to you, and may the home be sanctified through their presence. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers. For in your name we've prayed. Amen.